Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad wasallam said, whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness, tranquility descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with him. Some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwis Tafsir of Juz Amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and intimate manner makes them relatable. So without further ado, let's begin this journey he has all power that to bring it back so this you know that actually one of the main reason for the people of the day you know deny the day of judgment is because they can't see this thing is because you know people have love of the of dunya actually the quran is going to make the next surah very clearly the reason people deny the akhirah is not because people don't have proof the reason is because people don't want to think about that. They just want to enjoy this life. Thinking about that, take away the enjoyment. If people think that whatever they do, they are going to be accountable, they can't enjoy their life. So that's why they don't want to think. But otherwise, in other matters of the life, they are serious. You know, scientists, they spend so much time on so many discoveries. If they spend even little time, much, you know, 1% time on this thing, they can think, understand properly that one day there will be accountability. But they don't want to think because take away all the enjoyment. So the real problem is not that you know people uh, people cannot think how could, but though people have been saying that how it is possible, you know that our people make how it is possible that when we become you know born, you know our flesh is gone and nothing is there, how we are returned? Allah SWT, the one who created you the first time, He is going to create you again. He is going to take bring you back. But people don't want to hear that, and Allah SWT wants to keep that again. People's problem is not that they're going to return back. The problem is that they're going to return back and then the judgment will happen. What they have done here, it is they're going to be judged. And that's what they don't want. People don't want the secrets to be revealed. People just want to enjoy the life and everything finish. But this is not going to happen. Every action that you do, what is the motive behind that, it is written down. Every intention that you make, it is written down. Everything that you think, it is written down. And also when you do something, you know, that how, what you mean behind, by that, the meaning of your actions, they are written down. It's all secret. Sometimes even people don't know them properly, that how they hide, what they're hiding. But Allah SWT makes everything clear. That's what people are escaping. The reason people don't believe in the day of judgment is because that day it will reveal all the secret. And people want to do, to deceive, to lie, to cheat, to dishonesty, and then they die. No not going to back it will come back. all the cheating will be known all the dishonesty one day will be revealed all the secrets will be open all the intention will be made to be known to the people nothing will remain hidden that the time will come the day when the secrets will be tested or everything come on the test properly you can't can't remain hidden you know in this world you can do you can lie but time will come when you have no power to lie in this world you can hide, 
time will come when you have no power to hide anything. In this world, you can make something secret, but time will come when nothing is secret. Everything will be revealed properly, and you can see with your eyes, and you have no denial. You can't deny them. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will make all those cameras of your life they come alive. You will be made to see things happening as they happening. You have been doing. You can't deny it now. Now in our time, you know, in, I remember in, in Delhi when this new camera, traffic cameras came, so people didn't know. So one of the person who was breaking the, you know, uh, with the scooter, you know, breaking the, uh, you know, traffic uh, uh, rule, and he was in the camera, and then he was brought to the court that you did this. He said, no, no, I didn't do anything. And what they made, they actually they made, you know, all this, you know, camera alive. In the, he can't deny it. It is there. Now people believe. In the beginning, people did not believe. There is no power for any human being to deny what they have done. The secrets will be revealed in a way that you never can deny them. And your uh, your eyes, your ear, your hands, the parts of God, every single thing will test upon uh, against you. Quran says, "Yomata shadu alehim arjuluhum." When they are, you know, their legs, their feet, and their bodies, every single thing will make witness against them. Qalu lejuludehim lima shahitum alayna. People will say to their skins, "How you make witness against us?" Qalu antakan Allahu ladi antaka kullashay. All the skins will say, "Allah who made everything to speak." He is the one who made us to speak. So all the sarah, all the secrets will be revealed. It is really very, it's it not easy day. Understand this properly. Nobody can teach this other than Quran. Everybody teaches you how to have nice life in this world, but nobody teaches you that whatever you do here, it has its impact in the life there. It's not going to lift like that. It is just test life. It is life of the test. It is not life of the enjoyment. Whatever people do here, it is a part of the test. And one day they are going to be questioned about every single thing. Quran says, "Watus aluna ya umaydin alin naim." You will be asked every single favor that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has given. Every food that people are given, they are going to be asked. Every enjoyment that you have got here, you are going to be questioned. Nothing is going to be left like that. Ya umatubla sarair. Understand this really. You know, sometimes you hurt someone and you pretend that you love that person. The day will come when it will be made clear that you used to hurt that person. Every single thing, whatever we have been doing, it is there. Sometimes you make do things, you know, not for the pull for sincerity. Sometimes you know you help your brothers. Sometimes you help your sister. Sometimes you help your somebody else. But the purpose is not to help them. Purpose is to get something more than that. Do you make them happy and you want to rob them, do robbery? So it will known. That person does not know, but Allah knows. All the tests are kept properly. Quran says, "Yawm atubla sarair," the day when the secrets will be tested properly. فَمَا لَهُ مِنْ قُوَّةٍ وَلَا نَاصِرٍ But then. When that will happen in this world, people lie and they get witness or who also lie. They get the solicitors, they get lawyers who also can defend them. People sometimes they big, you know, big problem, but they have got the army and they have got the power of the state. They can help them. But when the real test will come, when the secrets of the people are revealed, when things which are disclosed, they are going to which are closed, they are going to be made disclosed. When things happening like that, Quran says, "Fama lahu." Min kuwatim walanas. Then this man, human being, has no power. Here you have power to hide. Here you have power to lie. Here you have power of anything. But here, there, then no power and no helper. In this world, people can get helper, but there, fama lahu min kuwatim walanas. Just imagine really that how helpless the people will be that time when they need the help. No helper is there. In this world, people can do whatever. Like this, actually, what that, these are the realities. Quran wants to make very clear. That I'm trying, trying to say that you know, people in this world there is so many folks, but there are actually folks of the ideas as well. You are learning things; they create folk. 
basically people get curtains and the veils in front of their eyes again and again every single day when you read something you know uh, you know on the internet when you study a book when you are in, the, in, in any seminar they basically add to you more and more veils the reality becomes much much actually unclear to you you can't see them quran has come to remove all the veils from your eye and see things as they are and you only can see the things as they are if you know the day of judgment you know that every secret will be one day disclosed everything will be very clear known and then at that day no helper fama lahu min quwwatin wala nasir and then the quran said how easy for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to make you, uh, you know come back was samaa'i dhatir raj'i wal ardi dhatis sad'i you know don't see the sky was samaa'i dhatir raj'i you know all the time which keeps coming to you know what actually happening is that you know rain, rain comes then it goes and then again it comes you know clouds come and keep going the same thing repeat all the time the clouds are coming they're raining then after again clouds are coming and the raining wal ardi dhatis sad'i and then the earth is cracks and with 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 the growth with, with the plants growing to sada yasdu means when cracks happen and something is split to something grows from that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps making this thing that you know clouds come they make the rain and then after that the earth actually cracking and the plants come from the earth they grow and they gone again and then again allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep making this actually is big you know in in this world every single thing reminds you about the day of judgment that how allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps making the death alive things die then they are made alive again similarly you will die and one day you are made alive with all the things with your heart with your mind with your eye with all your secrets so that allah subhanahu then he said allah subhanahu innahu la qawlun fasl certainly you know it is decisive uh, you know speech or utterance so what what is decisive both things are clear here people say in the whom can mean the day of qiyamah because Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala calling about the day that day when that day will come how secrets are revealed and also it can be the quran both are the same thing you know quran that tells you about that day innahu qawlun fasl it is a decisive speech you know it is something which makes it very very clear and also the day of judgment when Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala tells about that it is not something joke it is it is something decisive and then quran says wa ma huwa bil hazl and it is not light it is not something joke it should not be taken as, as light you know when people live in the folks of the ideas you know now we are living in time it really becomes very difficult for the people to imagine that what is going to happen people nobody teaches you about the life after death everybody teaches you about the life before the death you know once i there is a church in, in oxford there used to be written i don't know if they still written that they used to write there we believe in the life before the death meaning basically is that you know there are so many people who need charity and help to they, they need to have life in this world before the death so we have to help them but i was thinking that the churches they have to teach people about the life after the death but now even the churches they only teach people about the life before the death so they have written down we believe in the life before death nobody teaches you about the life after the death and that why the quran has come to that that is the most serious matter in this life whatever happens it will pass but that life is not so easy it is not a joke it is not really easy thing it really very very serious matter it is either paradise or the fire of hell and nobody can save from the fire of hell no whatever can help people in this world it is not going to help them in their hereafter only thing can help people is their good deeds iman and amal saleh so quran so ma huwa bil hazl don't take it you know lightly so think really properly that what you know what this life is 
it's in that way you know the ulama say that you know if really you know if you understand think properly and then you make properly that is action right action basically is think properly make plan and then do to so that right action. Similar like you know when people speak what is speech is speech is when you think then you speak if people speak without thinking not speak similarly if people do something but not with thinking and planning that's not doing most people are doing things in this world without knowing the consequences of what they're doing. They don't have right planning. You know, you can see really that whenever we do things, do we have right planning? Tell me that most of us, when we go to the universities, do our parents have the right planning? They have part of the planning. If they have any planning, it is part of the planning. They only think really that this is my child, you know, how you can have a good future before the death. It is very, 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 very small planning. And when people only know the part of the plan, they basically do mistakes. Because unless you know the whole plan properly, you, you, you never can be right. Because if you, the, whole plan, the whole thing is not in the front of your eye, you do mistakes. First thing you understand every part of the plan, whatever the plan contains, understand properly. And then you make a planning. If you know that this is the life and then life after the death, then future, what is future of your son is not only before the death, future of your bigger future of your son basically is after the death very tiny future is before the death but the bigger future which actually nobody can count it is after the death now the right right planning should be to look at that future properly that's why the ulama say that you know what what the sin is sin basically is in a short time enjoyment that sin is sin basically means that you are not looking for the long term you are looking only for your short-term interest. That's what sin makes. You know, what, every single thing, when people do a sin, what it means? It means they're doing things for, from which they can benefit very quickly, for a short term. Allah SWT is reminding you about the long-term benefit, long-term enjoyment. The people don't have proper planning, understand this properly. You know, when people think, they speak, speak they're real speaking. When people think, they plan properly, and then do something that the real doing. Most people, they don't have any plan. You can see even this wording matter. You know, when this uprising happened in Syria, was there any plan? When people started this uprising in Syria, was there any plan? Suddenly happened, they copied Egyptians. And Egyptians copied Tunisians. Everybody just copying each other without knowing what they're doing. And the result is nothing. Because when you do things without planning, the result will be zero. Because there's nothing. No, actions never can be action unless there's proper planning. Thinking properly, understanding the consequences of your action, action where they're leading, know every single link properly, and they do things properly, then they have good result. But this whole, you know, Arab Spring, it was basically no doubt. It is just no planning, no thinking, nothing. People doing another people copying and going on. And you can see Egypt, you can, there are many people in Egypt who say that things were far better before uprising before all those things, it was far, far better. At least, people continue something. Now what's happening is worse. Nobody, nobody at least think any good has come. In Libya, is same problem. In Tunisia, same problem. Now Syria is worse. You know, how, how, you know, at least before, though we are, I don't like Bashar Assad. But in this time, at least people have some safety, some security, and people have time to do. But now what happened? You know, so many hundred thousand people have been killed, and so many women, women have been dishonored. Children have become orphans, and if you look the stories properly, you know it really is so disturbing and you know so uh, unhuman. But that's what happening is, and I know that really, I, you know, uh, uh, no doubt the people who start all those things, they will be accountable. 
you know, Bashar al-Assad and his army, they are accountable for what they have done. And many people who started all this without planning, they will be accountable. Like similarly, when people started you know, this India business, you know, divide India into Pakistan and India, how many hundred thousand people have been killed in Punjab, in Bengal, in Bihar, and most part of India and Pakistan for the sake of this division. And this division happened between the Pakistan and nothing actually, it does not result in anything. And so many hundred thousand people have been killed. Who is going to be accountable? Those people who made this thing without any planning. They did not realize that when you divide these two countries, what will happen? It's not going to be so easy. Most time we really do things for, for no plan. Allah SWT does not like that. Allah has given you mind, thinking, you know, uh, think properly, understand properly, speak after thinking. Think, then speak. Do things after planning. Think properly, make a plan properly, consult with the people, think that you know, I'm, you know this, this I want and it's going to lead to this one. But just think really how big a mistake will be if somebody starts a car <coughs> and does not know how to stop it. Just start the car and leave it, what will happen? It's going to lead anywhere. This is actually what happens. What happened in Syria and Egypt actually was like somebody that started the car and left on the road or without the road somewhere. What will happen? You know, it is not going to lead to anywhere. This actually, we are doing the same mistake for every individual's life. No father has proper planning of his, for his son's future, for his daughter's future. No state has any, any planning for the people who live under the state. Nobody has planned. No single plan is there. So you can see a plan, but that plan is very, very small. Very, and things which are part, partly correct, they are never correct. Because most of the things you don't know. Allah is commanding you that make proper planning. Whenever you make a planning, keep the day hereafter in your mind. If you want to make any plan for your future of your son or your daughter, think the bigger future for in mind. And then make a plan. Think properly, then make a plan. If you have a state, when you want to make any planning for your citizens, think properly their bigger future and then make a plan. So, you know, the Quran wants to say it is not a light thing. Innahum yakiduna kaida wa akidu kaida. Quran is saying that, you know, this book has come so clear nothing can be more clear than that really every single thing is made very very clear but still don't people don't want to listen they are making every trick they are plotting everything so people cannot benefit from the quran they can learn you can even can see in this world people will keep telling you that in what quran is teaching actually is something very old you know in the time when the people used to travel on the camel and now we travel on the aeroplane so quran has, has no relevance to our life you know, whether you travel on aeroplane or you walk on the feet, it's still the same human being. Nothing has changed. It's not that you have become something different. You know, things could have changed, but people are still the same. So, you know, people keep making all this thing. Quran says, They are making planning, plotting to stop people from, from listening to the Quran. And I also make plot. Allah SWT says, you know, I also make, you know, I delay them. So what happening is they are going, to, it, they are happy that they stop people from the Quran. But they don't realize why stopping people from the Quran, what is going to happen to them? How much punishment is waiting for them? So they should not think that you know they can do whatever they like. It is actually they are plotting against themselves. When they stop people from the Quran, they are plotting against themselves. And then the Quran says, Leave the you know unbelievers. You know, because the Prophet you know, must be like in the past surah, last surah also, same message you know came. That you know the Prophet must be thinking that these people, all the arguments have come so clearly. Every evidence is there. The Quran is so clear. The message is so clear. And the Prophet he goes to every house. Still they don't listen. 
the Prophet must be thinking that you know, punishment should come to them. So Allah said, Not worry, Mahilil Kafirin, leave the unbelievers. Leave them for a while. Actually, if you look at it, it is repeated the same thing, meaning is to console the Prophet. And actually, no doubt, it is always very important that the right, wise person is always the one who knows when to rush and who knows when to wait. That's the right, wise person. Most people even do the mistake in this thing. They rush where they need to wait. And they wait where they need to rush. And this is a big problem happened. Always. The Prophet in his life, you can see really, he always has been waiting when he needs to wait. But when he needs to rush, then he rushed. Then he did not wait. So like for example, and, you know, when the, he made treaty of Hudaybiyah between himself and between Makkans, and then after that the Makkans broke the treaty, then the Prophet rushed to conquer Makkah. Then he did not give chance because that was the decisive moment in his life. He keep, kept a secret from every single person. And then he did not involve in any treaty again. He just you know, used that time and he came and attacked the Makkah and took the Makkah from those people. That was time when he needed to rush. But when he was Makkah al-Mukarramah, he knew that this is time, not time to rush. It is time to wait. And that's why Umar Khattab, when he asked the Prophet Sallallahu oh Allah, the Messenger Sallallahu why don't we fight? Take jihad. He said, oh Umar, we ha- I have not been given command to fight. I have been asked to do sabr. He did sabr waiting when that this also we don't know really most believers don't know what to do when 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 to do and what to do we don't know these things you know there are time in the life of the every community and every individual when you need to ignore the problem a problem happens you need to ignore sometimes you can't ignore but you have to do sabr and then time comes when you can when you move beyond that stage then you need to fight back then you have to stop the problem then you have to be you know firm against the problem this happened. So sometimes people laugh at you, ignore them. Sometimes they create problem upon you, then be patient, be firm, remain on your path. But then the time will come when you are in the position to stop them from creating problem to you. But if you reverse the order, if you start from, from last thing and you stop people from making problem, you can't succeed. You have to start the life with ignoring, ignore the people, be patient, then the time will come when you do jihad and when you can uh, in a position to stop people. But we people use the third option uh, in the beginning. That's not the way for Allah Allah always gives the chance for the people. Make them to give them time. Don't start with the third option. When you start the third option and make it the first one, you must fail. Because this is not. And you can get argument from the Quran. And like, you know, I, I give this example very often. You know, if people want to get argument for, from the Quran, for the prayer, there are so many verses. You also can get uh, you know, argument for, from the Quran about the wudu. But just imagine really, if somebody does pray and then after that wudu, and you ask him why are you praying? He said, because there are verses in the Quran. And you ask him why are you doing wudu? Because this verse of the Quran. Yeah, both are commands of the Quran. But Quran has got an order. The order is what? Do wudu, then do the prayer. If you do prayer before the wudu, you can get argument from the Quran, but not this right order. The way of the Quran is irad, you know, ignore the people. The way of the Quran is sabr, be patient. And then the Quran, after the command of the Quran later on is that the people who create problem for you, now you can fight them back. That also command of the Quran is. But first, find or follow those things. We people for a long time, we did not know this order. That's why it is very, very important for any wise person to know where to wait and also to know when to rush. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps treating the Prophet in the beginning life of Makkah al-Mukarramah, don't rush. Amihilhum, you know, mahilhum, leave them for a while. 
and a clean Arabic language, when you say amhala, it means leave. When you say mahala, it means leave them gradually, little bit. So you can say actually mahilum, what it means, second, second word explains that. Amhilum rubai that. It is the same thing, but Quran does not want to repeat the repeated different way because explanation will. It is simple thing is the Quran is saying mahilum, mahilum. A Quran is saying amhilum rubai that, amhilum rubai that. The same thing has been said in two different words. Like Quran says, فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرَ يُسْرَ إِنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرَ يُسْرَ Same thing repeated. So similarly, the same thing has become in Arabic language. When you say نَزَّلَ It means to send something in the stages. And when you say أَنزَلَ Once. So مَحَلَ basically means, you know, give time, you know, one after the other, you know, leave for a while. And then أَمْحَلَ comes to make it very clear, رُوَيْدَ for a while. It also makes very clear that, you know, that when you give the time, it always for a while, it's not for all the time. It makes very clear, sabr is in any condition, sabr in that condition will be for a while. Then other condition will come for the sabr. But sabr, in the whole universe like that. When the night comes, night will go. Night comes, then after the night, day will come. If you rush in the beginning of the night, that when the day is going to come, you keep crying, keep shouting, but day will not come. Day will come after the night has taken its proper you know, time. And then after the day will come. After every night, there is day. It will come. After every persecution, after every problem in the community, when people have right planning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep solving the problem. We don't have much time, but you know, think of properly these verses. You know, they have come in this surah, you know, for very important teaching. So one thing actually is that know that this life only makes sense when you keep the day of judgment in your mind. And when you make any planning for your life, and your children's life, you must keep the day of judgment in your, your, your mind properly. And when you act upon the Quran, problem will happen, people will laugh at you, people will create problem upon you, people will criticize you, people will hurt you by criticizing your prophet and messenger. Don't become upset, don't make agitation, don't make marches, don't make or protest. What you need, be patient. Be sober, keep doing your thing properly, leave them for a while. And then the right time will come when you can act more decisively. But you waste for that moment. So people should know when they have to rush and people have to learn when they have to wait. So I stop it here inshallah. And if you have any questions, please ask.
Yeah, you know, it, it, it no really, it's not, not an easy thing. You know, I, I, I raised that point. You know, first thing actually is we should have concern. It is not really that we relax and we sit and we leave the children to the system. So it's not right really that you leave your children to the schools. It's not right that you leave your children to the internets or to the, uh, uh, to the TV. It, it's not right really. The right thing actually is all the time keep thinking really what is good for them. So your concern is more and more important. And then after that, you know, whatever you can do for them, remind them of their rafter and their prayers and all those things. You know, I don't mean that you don't benefit from the secular education, but I'm trying to say when you send there, you must know that you have to work harder, that they learn the things which are useful, at the same time you have responsibility to save them from whatever is not right. So if you want to make arrangement for the Islamic education, for Quranic education, that should be as proper as the school education. You know, it is not that you send your children to the teacher in the mosque and you think we have done. It is not enough. Find out clearly what happening in the mosque. And if the things are not happening properly, then establish those madrasas, those schools, which can make your children to learn properly. You know what actually happening is? Most of the education that is happening in the mosque is they teach you something traditionally. You memorize the thing. They don't make you think. While the schools, they make you think. So when they think, they go deep inside the mind. So children always take your education of the, uh, of the, uh, of the masjid and the madrasa basically very superficially. They are, they, they are not deep their mind and that's why they don't help the children in the future. So always understand that you have to provide an education where the children get the message of Islam properly deep in your heart. Where they understand the Quran properly, we understand the creator and you know, who is the creator properly and they know the duty and in this life properly. That education is important. It doesn't matter whether it happens in the school or the madrasa, or at home. But we have to take care of that. You know, make your children in a way they become believer and they are ready to surrender themselves to the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's our duty. Don't die unless your children are Muslims. Definition of what? You know, the thing basically is no doubt really that, you know, uh, especially in our time, there's so much confusion. As I mentioned that I've, I said actually, there are folk of the ideas. So there are so many ideas, there are so many thinking, you know, all the time. And very often people, young people, when they read those stuff, they become much more confused. So the way is to read the book of Allah SWT because that is the book for guidance. Learn that book, learn the life of the Prophet 
and then things will start becoming clear to your mind gradually it will not happen so, so quickly but it will become starting start it will start to become clear and with the ibadah with the worship allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and all those things it will help you to become much much more clear but you know people people will not know unless it becomes a very very clear in you know, later on but somehow people have to walk on the path so things will remain in, in no doubt in the beginning there are confusion for many imagine when people become muslim properly and they start reading the, the quran and other things their confusion also comes from many many muslim authors they also create some confusion so one has to be sincere one has to be work hard actually one thing you know keep in mind that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put in my mind that you know whenever you read any book you know it could be that you are confused you don't know how to solve the problem because the thing is it's not easy for you to get in contact with it with with the author and ask him what did you mean but the quran is the only book only book in in the whole universe <coughs> that you are able you are able to be in direct contact with the author you can consult him all the time the quran is the only book and how to consult him that you know you pray you ask him make dua and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help you that's why ibn taymiyyah rahmallahu ta'ala whenever he used to have any difficulty to understand anything in the quran or the religion he used to say you know he used to do prayer and fall in the sajda and he used to say ya muallim ibrahim allimni or the teacher ibrahim teach me so one thing is you know learn the quran understand properly worship your lord and ask him to help and when you ask him to help he will provide the help either you know directly or he will make somebody who can help you to understand this properly but always ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there's so much confusion help me so that's only thing. ask guidance he will guide you inshallah Yeah, the thing actually is the you know, Islamic legal system, not exactly in this matter, same way, uh, it, like in English system, though it could be something similar. One thing I always keep in mind is that no legal system in this world can provide you complete justice. It always will help you to bring some justice or maybe more probably, you know, more likely better justice, but they never can help you to make full justice. So similarly, when the, somebody says that, you know, I was not in the right state, state of mind when I acted that, you know in this system maybe something different but islamic way is unless somebody is mad you know he'll be responsible so only people who are clear excluded are the people who are mad or somebody is a child even children for with condition but somebody really mad properly mad person then he ex- excluded but if somebody is angry and in the in, in the condition of the mind when he does not know what to decide still he is going to be responsible in this world and he will get the punishment though the punishment is there hereafter it could be different Allah, Allah knows exactly what condition the mind of people have got. But in this world, if people are not properly made, then they are responsible for the action that they have done. You know, Karaman Kaatibin come in the meaning of recording the good deeds and bad deeds. So they are noble. 
but hafil basically means there is there is the protect there is someone who is protecting you keeping an eye upon you and then keep recording or things though maybe karam katmin are also part of that hafil that system so basically there is a bigger system to karam katmin are part of that bigger system meaning is from very before you are created you know he is looking after you and then moving from one stage to the other stage and fulfilling our need protecting you preserving you or then also recording what you have been doing so this recording could be part of that hafiz allah allah is the one hafiz by uses different angels for this purpose so it could be karamat katibin are part of that big hafiz you know it is one of the thinking you know some people say that it could be that the way najmus saqib because saqib has been used in the quran in that time when it's coming in the in the sense of uh, when shaitan iblis or his army they go and they want to pick some news from the heaven then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throw upon them shihab thaqib those stars which come in you know, burning they, they 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 burn or they they make, they make them move away so it could be thaqib again has come here in this world it could be connected with something like that the meaning basically is protection to thaqib has been used in the meaning of the protection the protection could be that you know to have an eye what you are doing and also protection the people from 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 the evil to it could be also it, it could be the thaqib is to protect you from the evil it also could be to also to record to know what you doing so you know we don't know that we just guessing that what purpose shahab thaqib this thaqib the najm thaqib yes star yeah and i mean the star but why why quran says taqib and actually the problem is not only that because the quran says first was sama'i wa tariq you know the one what comes in the night and then quran says ma adraka ma tariq what makes you to know what comes in the night why quran is making such a big thing you know quran could have make very simple thing that you know by sky and by the star like quran makes in very surah just by night by the star why quran first say the one which comes in night then he said why what makes it know what comes in night and then explain it seems that it is something much more special we hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you remember to tune in for the next one for more insightful content in full hd quality on tafsir and other islamic sciences such as hadith fiqh arabic prose grammar and morphology as well as islamic history female scholarship and much much more subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen .tv don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support please click on the donate button and give whatever you can our institution is dependent on the generosity of people like you